0: Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pena, and I'm bringing you today's word for June 14th, 2022. I'm teaching a series about God's grace in our faith. Everything God does for us, he does about grace. Grace is unearned, unmerited, undeserved. And then everything we do in response to God's grace, we're supposed to do it by faith. So this is God's grace in our faith, part 35. The title of today's message is Grace to Produce the Fruit of the Holy Spirit. You've heard about the fruit of the Spirit. We're going to talk about it today. It's the fruit of the Holy Spirit. So we've been looking at John 1 and 14, John 1 and 17, and then also something in Galatians. So we looked at John 1 and 14, John 1 and 17. We've been walking our way through Galatians. Yesterday we looked at Galatians 5, 19 through 21. Today we're going to look at Galatians 5, 22 and 23. I'm talking about the fruit of the Holy Spirit, and I want you to get ready to receive the Word. (music) Right, so let's get into the word. Before I get into it, let me just say this. So yesterday, this is not in my notes, but I'm gonna just share with you for those of you that are watching live. So um, I'm in I'm in Las Vegas, so I'm on a three hour time difference. So here it's like four o'clock in the morning. And yesterday when I shared today's word, I had to do something that I I've, I have done in the past, and I just want to share it with you. So um, I got to Vegas late. My flight got delayed, and so I got to my room. And I didn't get to sleep till after midnight. Well, for me to do today's word, I mean, I had to get up like 2.30 in the morning. I only slept for a couple of hours and I was like physically exhausted. So prior to coming to Vegas, I preached that Sunday. Prior to that, I was at a men's conference and I was very busy all day, Friday and Saturday. Prior to that, I had a bunch of stuff, you know, last week. So anyway, uh, here's my point. My point is, as I was coming to the hotel, my body was fatigued. Like I could feel the fatigue and um, but I know that I have the grace to do what God has called me to do and it's not the first time I mean I've been doing this for a long time so I know how to get through it but here's something I I just want to share this with you as a little nugget and then I'll get into today's word I'm sharing this with you for free by the way so um, remember you are a spirit you possess a soul you live in a body and so your soul is like the control center of your life your soul gets input from the Holy Spirit and your soul gets input from your flesh. And so your soul has to decide what input is going to live by. It can decide, man, I'm tired. Look at me. You know, I'm I'm exhausted or whatever. Can meditate on that. And that can impact, obviously, you know, what you do. Or your soul can, at the same time, while you're physically tired in your body, my soul, in in this case, was getting input from the Holy Spirit as far as, you know, what to share in today's word, (laughs) And so... You can, there are times now. You you should get sufficient rest. So I'm I'm not saying don't get rest, but there are moments there, they're gonna be times where you where your body's not rested, but you still have something to do. And at that point, I'm just gonna you know be clear about this. You can, your soul can yield to the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit can do through your through you and through your body what you could never do if you relied on your body. <laughs> and so yesterday I shared today's word. Honestly, um, I, I I can't remember what I said. I, I, I was that tired, like in my body. But, you know, I got up, shared today's word. Isabella said it was good. So she said it was good, it was good. And I went back to sleep. Now, today I'm good. Like I, I, I got some sleep, I'm good. Uh, but my point is, I just wanted to share that with you up front, that there's three parts of you and um, there are going to be times where your body's exhausted, your body's tired and you still have something to do. And you can. This is how you get past just being a mere human. You're not just a mere human. If you yield to the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit can do things through you that you could never do without him. All right. All right. So now let me get into the word. So John 1 and 14, John 1 and 17 and then in Galatians. So John 1 and 14 says the word became flesh. He dwelt among us. We were able to behold his glory. It is the glory of the only begotten of the Father who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. John 1 and 17 says, the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came through the Lord Jesus Christ. And then finally, yesterday we looked at the fruit of the flesh. Today we're going to look at the fruit of the Spirit. The Bible says in Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23, um, but the fruit that is produced by the Holy Spirit within you is divine love in all of its varied expressions. Joy that overflows peace that subdues, patience that endures, kindness in action, a life full of virtue, faith that prevails, gentleness of heart, and strength of spirit. Never set the law above these qualities, for they are meant to be limitless. The law is limited. The grace of God is limitless. So what does this mean for you today? I have four things to share with you in this morning. And as I get into these four things, I want you to open up your heart to receive. You ready? Four things. Number one, here we go. So number one, God is love. And the God type of love produces fruit. So let me explain. Because in Galatians chapter five, most of us, like, you know, when you read the Bible, in most translations, there's nine fruit of the Holy Spirit. And love is listed as one of the nine fruit. I like the way the Passion Translation listed. it. So the Passion Translation doesn't list love as one of the nine fruit of the Holy Spirit. The Passion Translation says that the fruit that the Holy Spirit produces is love, because God is love. And then it goes on to say that the other eight are expressions of God's love, are varied expressions of the love of God, which is the fruit of the Holy Spirit. So he's saying the fruit of the Holy Spirit is love, number one. And then all the other eight are expressions of God's love. I like that. I, to me, that, that's a better way of listening because God is love. Love is not something that God has. Love is not something that God does. Love is who God is. So, so love shouldn't be listed with the other eight fruit. Love is God himself, right? God Love is a person. Put that in the chat. Love is a person, and that person is God, is, is Jesus. So as you learn to discern the voice of the Holy Spirit and you learn to do what it is that God is leading you to do, guess what he's going to always lead you to do? He's going to lead you to walk in love because God is love. Put that in the chat. God is love and God lives in me. So if God is love and God lives in me, then I walk in love because God is love and I'm walking in God and God is walking in me. So the fruit of the Holy Spirit is the fruit of love. When people come in contact with me, they're supposed to come in contact with love. Amen. All right. Number two, there are only two things the Bible says that God is right so God may be like a lot of stuff, and maybe some things may be like God, but there are only two things the Bible says that God is. So here's the two things that God is, right? God is light, and in him there is no darkness at all. That's First John 1 and 5. God is love, and in him there is no selfishness at all. John, That's First uh, John 4 and 8. So In him, God, there is no darkness at all. So the opposite of light is darkness. But a lot of times, if I were to say to somebody, stop somebody in the street, what's the opposite of love? Most people say, oh, the opposite of love is hate. But not from God's perspective. Put this in the chat. The opposite of love is selfishness. From God's perspective, the opposite of love is selfishness. God is always giving. This is why your life should produce fruit and the fruit should impact other people because the opposite of love is selfishness. The opposite of the love of God is selfishness. God was not concerned with himself. He chased us down. So if, if God is living on the inside of you and God is on you and in you and with you and for you, the opposite of love is selfishness. When the love of God is in you, you're not selfish. When the love of God is in you, honestly, look, I'm blessed. Like Isabella and I have this conversation all the time. Um, I don't really ever ask for anything or, or I'm good. Like, I mean, I, I'm, I'm good. I, I'm so blessed um, that I live my life focused on other people. I'm always focused on other people. Like when I get up, here I am in Vegas, you know, get up and I'm getting up thinking about you. I'm thinking about, I'm blessed. Like I'm good. Like God has taken care of me. And so I'm not selfish. I, 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 I just want to be who it is that God has called me to be. When you walk, when you develop the heart of God, you're always going to be wanting to be a blessing to other people. You get enjoyment out of being a blessing to other people. Um, And God can bless you to the point where you you lack nothing. Matter of fact, say that. Speak that over your life. Put that in the chat. I lack nothing. God has already given me all things that pertain unto life and godliness, all things richly to enjoy. I lack nothing. So when I'm living in the love of God and my life is producing the fruit of the Holy Spirit, I'm not selfish. I, I don't have to worry about me. I'm good. I, I, God has taken care of me. I lack nothing. All right, you got it? All right, number three. Your life produces fruit, good or bad. So let's talk about it. The eight fruit of the Holy Spirit. So the, I just read for you uh, um, Galatians 5, 22 20, and 23. And then the Passion Translation says that the fruit that's produced by the Holy Spirit is divine love. So that's it. Like love first. And then divine love has eight varied expressions. And these are the expressions. This is what your life is supposed to look like. Joy that overflows. Peace that subdues. Patience that endures. Kindness in action. Please don't tell me you're born again filled with the Holy Ghost and you're a jerk. Don't be a jerk. Like kindness in action. A life full of virtue. Faith that prevails. Gentleness of heart and the strength of the spirit. Never set the law. Listen. Listen. The, the Apostle Paul is like, man, don't stop being rules-based, works-based, performance-based. No, never set the law above this because these things are meant to be limitless. And you know the law is limited. So the law is confining. Rules are always going to confine you. But when you're led by the Holy Spirit, you're not confined by anything because you lack nothing, right? And so God gave you his spirit and he gave you his grace so that your life can produce fruit. Your life is supposed to produce fruit the fruit of the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit in you, first it produces change in you and then it produces fruit from you. Let me say that again. Um, Matter of fact, you can put that in the chat if you want. You can say change in me and then fruit from me. So the Holy Spirit, God's grace, the word of God, first produces change in you and then it produces fruit from you. The fruit of the Holy Spirit should emanate from you. The Holy Spirit is powerful. And so as the Holy Spirit is producing change in you, the next thing is he's going to produce fruit from you. Let's think about that for a minute. Let's think about a fruit-bearing tree. Some people on this call right now, I see some people from the islands. So you're probably thinking about coconut trees or mango trees. Uh, other people are, think, are from Florida they are thinking about uh, orange trees. Whatever kind of trees, I don't care what kind of fruit tree, but think about Think about a fruit tree for a moment, a fruit-bearing tree. The external... Fruit. I remember um, um, in um, the Dominican Republic, in our house in La Vega, we had a, a soursop tree. I love that tree, man. We ate a lot of soursop. I love me some soursop. Guanabana. So we had a guanabana tree, a soursop tree. My grandmother's house had a, a lime tree and a sour orange tree right outside the, the house. The external fruit that the tree produces is representative of the internal nature of the tree. Let me say that again the external fruit that is produced from the tree externally is only a representation of what is going on internally. It is the internal nature. So that tree is not forced, is not trying sweatless to produce the fruit. It happens natural because it is naturally producing externally what's happening internally. You get it? So in other words, when you see a tree that's producing fruit, the fruit on the outside is a result of what's happening on the inside. So your life Is always producing fruit. Say my life produces fruit. Put that in the chat. Your life is always producing fruit and is either going to be good fruit or bad fruit. (laughs) But your life is always telling people. Your life is telling on you. Your life is telling people external to you what is happening internal to you. You know that, right? When people look at you, they know what your life is producing. Your life is always producing something, and it's either producing things that are fruit of the flesh or things that are fruit of the spirit. But they are your life is telling people external to you what's happening internal to you. So I already listed the fruit of the holy spirit, which is the fruit of God's love, and yesterday we looked at we looked at the fruit of the flesh. So let me read that for you. The apostle Paul said, some people's lives produce this: sexual immorality, lustful thoughts, pornography, chasing after things instead of chasing after God, manipulating others. I I can't stand those people. Hatred of those who get in your way, senseless arguments, resentment when other people are favored, temper tantrums. (laughs) You know people like that. Angry quarrels, people that only think about themselves, people who are in love with their own opinions, People who are envious of the blessings of others. People who murder, who have uncontrolled uncontrolled addictions, who just love wild parties, and all the other similar behavior. So there are some people that their lives produce that. And then for us, our lives should produce the fruit of the Holy Spirit. But either way, your life is always producing something. So if you read the fruit of the Holy Spirit, and then you read the fruit of the flesh, then you got to make a decision like what type of life do, what type of fruit do I want my life to produce? And remember that the external fruit is a result of the internal condition of your heart. So if you want your life to produce godly fruit, then you got to meditate, medicate on the word of God day and night. You got to learn to discern the voice of the Holy spirit. And then you got to live the grace life, which is what I teach you, right? Because that tree outside my grandmother's house or that sour sap tree outside my house in the DR that tree was not struggling to produce sap; It just came natural. If you are in God and God is in you, you fill your heart with the Holy Spirit, uh, with the word of God, and then you learn to be led by the Holy Spirit, you're not gonna be struggling to produce fruit. It would just be natural. It's just natural, you are naturally supernatural. Put that in the chat. Say, I am naturally supernatural. What is natural to God should be natural to you, and it should be natural. Like, I'm not struggling. I'm not. I'm not striving to like produce something. No, my life just produces fruit. Why? Because the Holy Ghost lives in me. It's natural to me. Say that. Say, it's natural to me. You got it? All right. Number four. Last one for today. If you live your life by the grace of God, your life will produce fruit, and this fruit will impact the world world for good. You want your life to produce something that's going to impact the world for good. In this book, talking about the grace of God, Galatians, the Apostle Paul teaches us about the fruit of the flesh and the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And his point is that God has given us the grace to live free from sin, free from the law, free from the fruit of the flesh. And we have the grace to produce the fruit of the Holy Spirit. But our life is going to produce fruit one or two ways. So if you're led by God's spirit, you should have, let me read it for you again. Joy that overflows. Peace that subdues. Patience that endures kindness that can be seen in action, a life full of virtue that's on display, faith that prevails, faith that overcomes, gentleness of heart, and strength of spirit. That's how you're supposed to live. These are not things that you have to try to muster up. Let me try to, let me produce this by the sweat. No, 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 you don't have to try hard to do these things. These things should be natural to you. If you're led by the Holy Spirit, if you meditate on the word of God, if you train yourself to think and act like God from the word, then the fruit that your life will produce will be the fruit of the Holy Spirit, and it will be natural to you. You're not struggling to do it. You are. It's natural. Say it's natural. So as you learn to discern God's voice and you develop the discipline to actually do whatever the Holy Spirit leads you to do, your life will produce fruit, your fruit will remain, John 15 says, and, and it will be evident to everybody. People who knew you before like before you got saved, before you gave your life to Jesus and know you now, they will be amazed that your life is producing this kind of fruit, right? They Because now when they come in contact with you, they're coming in contact with God. Before, when they came in contact with you, they came in contact with the devil, right? I mean, so like they, your life used to produce something else, but your life is producing something now that, that looks more like God. So when they come in contact with you, they're hearing Jesus in your words. They feel Jesus in your embrace. They sense Jesus when they're with you. This is grace and truth. This is the grace and truth that Jesus came to usher us into. This is not how the people of the Old Testament lived. The people under the Old Covenant, they were striving to, let me comply with rules. Let me comply with this. They didn't have the Holy Ghost. And so it was just different. But if we are under the New Covenant, Jesus ushered us into grace and truth. We're filled with the Holy Spirit. We're not struggling or striving to make anything happen. God has already given us all things. It's already done. So now... I'm just walking in what God has already provided. I'm walking in the revelation of what God has already done for me. It's not about what I do for God. It's what God has already done for me. Now I believe and I receive it. I'm growing in the knowledge of him. And as I grow in the knowledge of God, God reveals to me God reveals to me what he prepared for me, but what's concealed from me. And as God reveals it to me, I know it's already done. And so now I get to walk in the grace. And it's effortless. It's sweatless. It's, it's the grace life. I'm not struggling or striving. I'm just walking by the grace of God. Say amen to that. Say, put this in the chat. Say, I love the grace life. I know I do. Uh, The grace life is amazing. I'm not struggling. I'm not trying to make anything happen. I just walk with God and God, God has already made some things happen for me. And so now I just embrace the grace to be who it is that God has called me to be. And when you live like this, you're going to leave an impact for your children and your children's children. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to speak this over your life. Say, Father... I thank you for teaching me about your amazing grace. I am born again. I have your spirit living inside of me. Your spirit produces your fruit. So I declare that your love is expressed in me and with me and through me in so many ways. I have joy that overflows. I have peace that subdues. I have patience that endures. I have kindness that can be seen in action. My life is full of virtue. My life have faith, has faith that overcomes and gentleness of heart and strength of spirit. This is how I live. I don't strive to make this happen. I don't have to work hard to produce fruit. I simply die to self so you can live through me. As I do, your fruit Is produced in me and it emanates from me. It is sweatless. It is natural to me because I've taken on your nature. So I live by your grace and I walk in your love. My life produces your fruit. Therefore, I know greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word, so please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org. Sign up and get the messages. They're going to be a blessing to you. Do me a favor. Leave me some comments in the chat if this message was a blessing to you. I love you, and God loves you more. Have an amazing day. I will see you tomorrow morning. If you enjoyed this content and you would like to learn more about our ministry or you would like to partner with our ministry, please visit RIPministries.org. You will learn there what we're doing in the Caribbean providing a Christ-based education to Haitian children in the Dominican Republic. We also provide them a hot meal every day. If you would like to partner with us, click on the donate button. All the donations are tax deductible in the United States. If you don't have my book, Level Up Your Life, go to rickpina.co and get the book today. From rickpina.co, you'll also see that I have journals and I also have some other products and apparel and et cetera, all centered around the grace life. And then lastly, if you enjoy this content, but you want direct access to Isabella and I, the Lord impressed it upon my heart for Isabella and I to start mentoring people, giving people access to us to be able to ask us questions. We're answering questions about ministry, about missions, nonprofit, for-profit. I'm addressing things uh, as far as how I preach, our approach to preaching. We're putting out private content just for a specific group in the Patreon. So please visit patreon.com forward slash Rick Pina if you're interested in this material. Have an amazing day.